Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. He koonai pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Kia ora, I'm Maria. Cautionary note, I swear a lot in this podcast. Not Jamie, because she's composed, but I do. So, if the occasional F-bomb offends, then note. This is a podcast with such language. Apparently the way to solve the world's problems is at a dinner party. So, I mean, you can call us, you know. <laughs> I mean, are we solving, things? are we healing the world? <laughs> Heal the world one dinner party at a time? You better fucking believe it. <laughs> Kia and welcome to The Art of Entertaining, a podcast predicated on social cues and party planning of the 70s, but applied today. I'm Maria, and I have no business being in the kitchen. And I'm Jamie. I'm always hungry, but I love a party. So you say a party, and I'm there. You're so there. So there. Join us on our journey to hosting the meanest. Dinner parties are the fast track <laughs> to world peace. Baddest. I have to light something on fire. Uniquely New Zealand. Personally, I think it's like a lot of planning, a lot of work. But what is essentially going to turn into a piss up? An oddly 70s. Ah, jelly and, 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 and vegetables? Oh my gosh. Chuck that in the bin. Did a party Aotearoa has ever seen. Okay. Yes, entertaining is an art. But like most arts, it can be learned. Just as an artist does, so must the prospective hostess assess her basic materials and learn to extract the most from them. Never truer words have been spoken. In this episode, we crack into author-come-etiquette coach of sorts, Jacqueline Steinkamp's chapter on guests, explore some of the most exclusive parties and how they came to plan their guest list, and we get into it with actress and comedian Bubba. Over high tea. Over high tea. We're going somewhere fancy. Somewhere fancy. But first, we probably need to look at how Jackie did it and go to the book. So... In a nutshell, a formula for successful party giving could be a guest list that is interesting and assorted, Mm. thorough preparation beforehand, a natural outgoing attitude on the part of the host, Jamie. Um, How do you feel about that? Mm. I get really nervous when when it comes to like hosting people. I get really nervous. Really? Even around people that you're comfortable and familiar with and know? Oh, if I know everyone, I'm sweet. Yeah, I, but I, my hosting styles kind of like just let them host themselves. <laughs> Take care. Like, here's Welcome my, to house. my home. Take care of yourself now. <laughs> here's my house. Yeah, you fams. Yeah, help okay. yourself. But in this instance, we don't actually know everyone around the table. There's there will be lots of new faces. Totally, and I'm excited about that. I do get nervous about it, but I'm excited. I think one thing I'm I'm really smiley though, so right. I think that makes me look calm. Okay, yeah. okay, so you're like a duck, so you're like frantically paddling underneath, yeah. but your face is smiling. Your <laughs> face is like, this is okay. all good. Okay. This is all good. But then I love meeting new people too. See, now that's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> 
is that I'm I'm so interested in meeting new people. I feel I really truly feel like I'm going to spend most of my time trying to meet and sort of socialize with them as opposed to all of the practicality of holding and hosting okay. a dinner party. You know what I mean? Yeah. How do you feel about icebreakers? Like little games and stuff? Yeah, like you know how sometimes you go to an event and they're like, let's do an icebreaker so everyone can get to know everyone. <laughs> they're kind of hit or miss. It's <laughs> so hit and miss. They're so hit and miss. You have to really read the room and be like, okay, is this are they gonna are they gonna appreciate an icebreaker? Or, you know, oh, I, I can see that this room really needs an icebreaker. Let's yeah. let's do something. But I feel like they're real hit and miss. Have you have you experienced any misses? Most of them. Most of them are misses. <laughs> Do you have a go-to icebreaker that you kind of reach for? Ooh, I don't. Maybe I need one. It's the it's the fall back and catch me one. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody stand. Everyone stand. You're going to catch me. <laughs> Jackie has given us some great ideas on the types of people we should invite to add to the variety. Do you want to mention some of them? So she, I'm going to say that Jackie is a spice of life kind of person because yeah. she suggests inviting a banker friend. Yep, all my banker friends. <laughs> all my banker friends that I have. Um, a curly-haired poet friend. Oh, a curly-haired can, poet. A curly-haired poet. Not just any poet, a yeah. curly-haired poet. Um, I guess maybe they might be some of the entertainment for the evening. <laughs> I don't know, but... I love in the book... She also mentions that they need to sit together. She's setting it up for us. This is a win. I think that we should probably also talk about uh, the preparation beforehand because... Oh, when it goes to inviting people? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a go-to? Like, how do you invite people around to your place now? What's your natural go-to? Um, I, might, I might message them. Yeah. Like it's I'm probably doing it online, might message them and it's super <laughs> informal. What about yourself? What's your sort of what do you reach for when you're Oh, it's the same as you. Probably starts off like Oi. Oi. <laughs> Oi. Oi, what are you doing? We should catch up. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so low key. Yeah. But in the seventies, how do they invite people? Because they don't have that. Would it be a phone call? Would they do a mail drop, like a letter? I think they write had a letter? Messenger pigeons. <laughs> Put it in the newspaper? (laughs) Maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe. I think they probably printed things out. Like, like printed out on flyer. (laughs) (laughs) Too low key? No, no. I'm like embossed, embossed card kind of thing. I imagine in the 70s, everyone hung out a lot more. Like, I just imagine they're at a community hall and then someone's like, I'm having a dinner party and everyone's already there and they're like, great. I love these visions we have in our head. <laughs> these visions, like these whole scenes we've just built in our heads. No idea if it's real no or not. No idea. Yeah. So in the book, Jackie says that most people are inviting their guests via telephone, which is mm. great. I've got a question. Yes. I am someone who doesn't like talking on the phone. Okay. Do you think if we call our guests, do you think they'll pick up? Because like, that's quite common now. People don't answer the phone, right? People don't answer the phone. Yeah. They like they may not take our call. <laughs> because back in the seventies, it was everyone was on the phone. But like, do do, do you, you screen your calls? Do you screen your calls, Jamie? Yeah, I don't answer any. 
phone calls. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, sorry. I'm so much better in like writing, like texting or something like that. So then I'm like, do we have to pre-invite before the invite to let people know we're calling? That's I don't know. Much. All I know is that this is going to be a cold call invite <laughs> and I'm looking forward to the Let's awkwardness. see who picks up. Yeah. Look, Jamie, before we even think about picking up a phone, we need to understand what we are getting ourselves into. And luckily, we were able to ask Jackie for some insight. Oh, yeah, we need help. The host, you and Jamie, presumably, mm-hmm. shouldn't be getting up from your seat and rushing around with plates. You sit there and it's brought to you. And that's that. It depends on the number of people you're having. You were saying 20. Yes. yes. Dinner parties provide a wonderful opportunity for people to talk mm. and get together, know one another, make peace. Mm. Uh, make peace, perhaps understand the other person's point of view. And that's really important, particularly if you're rich and powerful. For instance, it would have been nice if Mr. Putin and uh, could have got together with NATO and uh, Biden instead of this stupid, ghastly war. Like she said, the food brings people in, but it's the conversations that keep people there. Yeah. And it's a space where people should be able to get to know each other, talk through things. Um, yeah, I thought that was really beautiful. Then she went into Putin. She <laughs> solved the world's problems. She, dinner parties are the um, <laughs> fast track to world peace. <laughs> so, uh, thank us later. Are we, are we peacemakers? Uh, I think so. Are we peacemakers, Jamie? Is that what we are? What was really cool is we got to catch up with Bubba at our high tea and she actually invited a, like 200 people to her very first comedy show that she hosted at her house. At her home. At her home. 200 people. Well, we'll let her get into it, but it was quite impressive. It's very impressive. Let's hear from Bubba. We are so lucky because we are having high tea at the Parnell Rose Gardens at Lux Rose. And I have never been here before. I've never actually done a high tea before. Period. This is so above my tax bracket. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. One thing I loved is that you hosted a gig at your house. You invited hundreds of people. And they came to your house. So I want to hear more about how that was for you. And, like, did you have any worries? Because, like, how did that happen? Um, that was desperate times call for <laughs> very desperate measures. Yeah. Um, I was a naughty um, adult. <laughs> um, and so I was failing. I was trying to do comedy and drama. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, no, let me show you. And then I was like, I wrote the show. And it was all about South Auckland. And then I was just like... You have to where host it. Yeah. yeah, like, where could I, what vibe was it? And it felt really home, like home to me. And then I was like, I just got the idea to chuck it in my backyard. Uh, I, and I was going to advertise it, like, weeks before, but yeah. I only made the decision to do it on my back. Oh, I did made the decision, like, a week before. And so I, had to, I just chucked up an Instagram video, printed out flyers, popped them, and, like, yeah. I hit up my neighbour to help me. Um, and we handed out flyers. 
um, put them in mailboxes, even if it said no circular solder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want this one? <laughs> this is square. Um, and then the outcome was like, more than 200 people showed up. What did your family do? Like, how did you convince your family that this was a good idea? Um, I know that they were like very supportive, um, but they pretended they weren't supportive. But then on uh, the day of the show, they were like mowing the lawn, uh, setting yeah. up, or yeah. like setting the vibe. They were so bluffing. I knew that they would pull through. Like, my family would not let me fall like that. Jamie and I are doing like the the smallest <laughs> smaller scale vision. We're only inviting. We are struggling at 20 people. Okay, so like, what do you think worked for you in that situation? I think I knew my audience. Like, mm. I, the reason I didn't my backyard was because I knew the theatres, like for my my family even. It, yeah. It's weird for them to step into a theatre. Like, I only watch shows and things because I do theatre, so I'm exposed to it. Yeah. And they come and watch shows because I'm in it. But I wanted someone, like, I don't know, like, um, I wanted people off the streets. Well, I had people off the streets in the show, and so I wanted people like that to be in the audience. And I thought um, the only way is to, like, make it really hood and advertise it. Like, I put, like, um, old English writing in the promo. (laughs) (laughs) Sup, sup, side, this is really it. Make yeah. them feel comfy. Real like, comfy, Something yeah. they're familiar with. Yeah. yeah, I felt like a backyard did that because it was all like, we're going to a yeah. backyard and we all felt silly already. Yeah. yeah. It was just a silly thing like that everyone showed up to. Yeah. And I put out fellas, so it made it feel like home. So instead of them going to the theatre, which would probably never happen, people, you I put the theatre to them. Yeah. I love that. Okay. <laughs> So exclusive parties. Bougie parties. Bougie parties. Do you love dress-up parties or a good theme party? Um, it's, it's hard because you all have to buy in, right? Like yeah. You all have to buy into the concept and really go for it. But a lot of my friends don't. Oh, no. <laughs> no, they're like, you know what I mean? So yeah. you're like, oh. <laughs> Okay, I'm the only one who dressed up today. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Just me. Just me. So, you know, so then you're inclined to not. It's so true. You, everyone has to buy in for it to be like Absolutely. a success. Yeah. Do you enjoy a dress up? I love a, a good dress up party. I love a good theme anything. I'm all about it. I mean, I do it even like regular regular On the days. regular. I'm like, <laughs> don't I'm even need Rex. a party. <laughs> don't even need a party. I'm ready. Got my outfit. I'm ready. Nice. Nice. I can tell you an example of a party that um, I let my cousin plan for me. Yes. And um, so it was Halloween. I lived in the States and it was a big Halloween party. And over there they have like the sororities and everyone on Halloween. It's like kind of like sexy costumes. And so I say to my cousin, I'm working. I'm like, you go pick out our costumes and then I'll meet you and we'll go. <laughs> dangerous. And, and it's dangerous. Yeah. And my cousin's like, I got us, I got us. And so she shows up and she sends me a picture and she's in a full Eeyore costume. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> full Eeyore costume. And we go into like some bar and then I'm like, okay. She's like, but here's yours. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie. The I was a Winnie Pooh. Sexy Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> it's just, it's not even sexy. It's just straight, straight Winnie the Pooh. Um, so I have no time. I'm like, this is it. This is what we're doing. So we go to the party. Um, but then we both worked at a carnival. And at the end of the night, um, we ended up having fun. I was like, who cares? Roll with it. But at the end of the night, we're coming home and I fall asleep in a toy pit because I'm at a carnival with the stuffed toys. And so the next day I wake up, I'm still in this Winnie the Pooh outfit. 
I'm lying in toys, and all the parents at the carnival think I'm part the of the show. The carnival started. It started. Okay. <laughs> it started. And so I have to walk back oh, to my... So you're drunk when you went from... <laughs> <laughs> you went yeah. from possibly getting in theme to being then figuring out that you're going to be Winnie the Pooh, then yeah. waking up and being drunk Winnie the Pooh. And I have to be Winnie the Pooh at this carnival now. And as I'm trying to walk home, I've got parents asking to take photos of me because oh they think I'm gosh. part of the act. <laughs> That Winnie the Pooh costume haunts me. I love that. Somewhere out there in the world, there's a there's a photo album <laughs> with, oh, a, with, a, with a drunk Jamie Winnie the Pooh <laughs> and some kids being real excited. <laughs> but, I mean, it was a great party, obviously. Obviously. So that Halloween party was pretty exclusive. <laughs> was it? Okay. And then just ended up being very public at, in the morning. Right. For everyone. Um, Sorry. Have you been to an exclusive party? Aren't all parties just kind of a little bit exclusive? Like, isn't that what a guest list is? You say that, but I know that you have been to a party that you've been invited to and invited others. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, in my defense, right, I didn't know it was a party. (laughs) And someone should have hired out the whole venue, okay? How I found myself there is not my fault. <laughs> and then you told me, you were like, I don't know why she's upset. <laughs> and okay. I'm like, Maria. Yes, yes. It's her party. It's her party. Boo, boo, boo. <laughs> <laughs> I did invite some more interesting friends up to the venue and she was very, like, visibly mad at me. <laughs> mad at me. And look, I I was reading the room, so I left. Okay, That's a good guest. Yeah, you left. I left. Eventually, I left, yes. Speaking of that, have you ever left a party that you've hosted? (laughs) You know, that's at your house or something. Have you? No. I ride or die. Like, I'm going down with this ship if it's bad, you know. (laughs) Have have you, Jamie? So many times. Really? So many times. Like, I'll get to a point and it's still going and I'm done. And I'm just like, I'll deal with that tomorrow. Your dip. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's that kind of thing. Like, people come into my home, it's your home now. Yes. I think the most interesting and exciting elements of any party are the elements of surprise. And so sometimes that is like if a guest that you don't expect rocks up and then you have a great time with them and then suddenly you've made a completely new friend. Like, I'm not mad at the idea of that. Yeah, that sounds fun. So, Jamie, are we being exclusive with our party? Well, I think we've both said, like, we're quite open to anyone coming. Totally. Um, but we're also trying to stick to this book That's as right. much as we can. And in the book, it does say 20 people. Got um, it. So I feel like we start there and see what happens. I like that. Okay. What does Jackie say? In my young day, which is a hell of a long time ago, people did have help in the house much more than they do today. Mm. And that's really important. You do need helpers when you've got a whole lot of people at a table. Yes. And you've got all those glasses to wash. Yes. (laughs) It's a big performance. So, if we cast our mind back a few months Prior, Jamie, I remember saying to you that I would like some help. 
<laughs> that I need help. And I mean not just pointers. I mean okay. physical reinforcement. Okay? And all I heard across those two hours was get help, girl. <laughs> What I got from that convo with Bubba is when thinking about our guests, we need to think about tone and creating an experience that everyone feels comfortable in. So Jackie mentions help. So what, like front of house, wait staff, a butler? Like, what does she mean? All of it. Does she just mean bouncers? What, wait, like bouncers for a party? Well, it says chuck her out, so yeah, I think it means bouncers. I mean, I'm into it. What do you think, Bubba, in your opinion? Makes a good and or interesting guest list. Probably the host. Oh, okay. Go on, go in. Because you can't just chuck them into the room. They could all be interesting people on their own. Mm. But if you bring them together, they might, you know, it's like not the vibe for everyone. Yeah. So I think it's on the host. Okay. <laughs> That's on YouTube. Sorry about that. Real serious around this table. I mean, you're doing great now. <laughs> I'll vouch for you. <laughs> you do a lot of shows. How do you interact with people that you've never met before? It's the first time. I just wing it over. I'm like, I do not know the end of this combo. <laughs> so it's fun for both of us. <laughs> Maybe games? Because banter? Right? Yeah. So we thought about games, but then we were like, shit, game. Like, if I just start to pull out a game at dinner. Only a loser thinks a game is lame. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But there's no way to, like in the book, it's so detailed. Every little step is detailed, but there's no way to end the party. Any ideas? I came up with some really blunt ways, just like on the lights. You know what I mean? On the lights. Oh, okay. Pull your glass out of your hand. (laughs) Exactly, right? Like the clubs. Like the clubs. Just at home. And to the guests that I have invited around, Ooh. turn the lights on, maybe pull your drink out of your hair. Get the bouncers to do it. Yes. Oh, yes. I see, I never thought of that. Well, you should get the bouncers to end the party. Yes. yes. You yes. should hire, they should change clothes into cop uniforms. Oh, okay. <laughs> party's, this party's too lit. Yeah. Okay. And then they search every brown person. <laughs> 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 it's too much. It's going too far. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Not only did we go to high tea to hang out with Bubba, we were there to observe and take notes. Yeah, but I think our expectations may have been too high and we might have built it up a little more um, than it was. Definitely. Yeah, and I think that's something we need to keep in mind with our party. Well, how did you think uh, we were taken care of? What were what was it like being a guest at a high tea? Um, yeah, it's all honestly, it's probably no different than just rolling up to a cafe and ordering a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and something that you want to eat. Were you expecting anything different? Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but like what I had in my head was completely different from what actually happened. What did you have in your head? Like lace everything and actual tea. 
I w- yeah, I thought we would get there and there'd be little saucers and teacups. Yeah, right? Like and a teapot or something. And like I thought tea would feature more in the high tea, but there was not a drop of tea inside. Not a drop of tea? I agree. I agree. Was there anything from uh, the food that we got that we want to try replicate? For, well, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Okay, Jamie, I feel like we've got a lot of material here. Yeah. Some good advice, some good tips. Um, Jackie lays it out really clear in the book. Yeah, she's really detailed. In the book, there's no way to, it doesn't tell us how to end the night. Well, I think you, it depends entirely on what, how things are going. <laughs> yes. You might not want to end the night ever. Yeah. <laughs> we got some great advice from Bubba. Yep. I don't think you need tips. I think you've got the go-getter attitude. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all that matters. Thank you. And uh, I guess... We I just got to do it. We just got to do it now. Right. So let's build our list, Jamie. Yeah. List. Uh, first off, do we know a curly-haired poet? No. You don't have a lot of curly hair? <laughs> you don't go to poetry oh, you mean classes? you don't have a curly-haired poet friend? I have a curly-haired poet friend. Well, we can find one. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we've got to have a banker. Luckily, my partner's a banker. Excellent. Great. I feel like we need at least some friends, some familiar faces there. Yeah. Okay, great. And and what we are doing uh, for the listeners listening right now is the people that are bringing in that are giving us tips on the podcast. Oh, n- naturally, they have to come. They're going to come. Yeah. Like, tell them to come and see if we put these their advice to use. Okay. I yeah. like that. And that yeah. feels like a good list. That feels like a great list. Let's lock that in. Okay, Jamie, I think I think all that leaves us to do now is to make a call. Okay. Yep, cool. Cool. Are you are you comfortable making the call? Um Yeah, you know what? Yeah. I, I I'm gonna give it a yeah, I wanna give it a go. I'm sensing hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna get, no, I think um well I I might call somebody that I know that's on our list, um, that I feel comfortable and I feel as a starting point. As a starting point. Okay, I'm into okay. that. Alright. Oh shall I call them now? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Let's give it a go. All right. Um. <laughs> Jamie. Okay, Jamie. You're calling me, girl. <laughs> and you're not picking up. No. I you just want to check if you're coming, Maria. You can literally see <laughs> me, Jamie. Check. The Art of Entertaining is produced and presented by Jamie Poipoi and Maria Tanner. The executive producers are Tim Watkin, Justin Gugri and Katie Gossard. Blair Stagpole is our producer and audio engineer. Music by Tihima Bennett. Massive thanks to actress and comedian Sieni Leo Olo, a.k.a. Bubba. Shout out to the absolute goat, author Jacqueline Steinkamp. Listen to us on Apple, Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. And of course at rnz.co.nz. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.